0: Hello and welcome to the latest Liverpool Blood Red podcast with me, Ian Doyle. Joining me today, not, our full-time Liverpool reporter, both home and
1: away, James Pearce. Where is he, Andy? Well, he's very much away at the moment. He's uh, he's on his way to Australia, to Sydney, for the uh, Liverpool-Sydney post-season friendly on Wednesday... And he's currently in Abu Dhabi Airport, awaiting a connecting flight, just spoken to him. So, um, yeah, he sends everyone his best, and he'll uh, he'll be uh, back with us uh, from Sydney tomorrow. It's a hard
0: life,
2: isn't
1: it? It's it's hard it is, right.
0: And as you can tell from the dulcet tones, we have with us uh, Andrew Kelly, our LFC editor, and also Neil Jones, Echo reporter. Uh, before we go any further, as you're probably enjoying the lovely weather, uh, and you can enjoy it even more just by cooling off a little bit by heading off to beer52.com. Our partners uh, going onto their website, entering the code Echo, and you will get a tenner off your first case of eight delicious craft beers. And plenty to celebrate. There is plenty to celebrate, Andy. And why yeah. is that? Because me and you were at Anfield yesterday. Uh, we watched Liverpool beat Middlesbrough three nil, which normally would be, you know, a routine win. I remember Christian once said that beating Middlesbrough three 0 is pretty routine. Uh, but that's it's actually brought Liverpool something else rather than just three points, hasn't it?
1: Yeah, I mean. Last day of the season, and so much was riding on it. And um, you know, after a nervous first period, Liverpool got over the line. We had you know pretty much cruise control for the last twenty minutes, and um, that's that fourth place secured. That was the best that Liverpool were pretty much going to be able to do. Uh, I mean, third place was was possibly up for grabs, but uh, you know, Manchester City obviously um, cruised past a Watford side that you know doesn't even have a. Of a, of a manager really at the moment, does it? And um I could say the game. whole season. <laughs> yeah. And um so forward, yes, um it means a playoff for the Champions League, but um you'd have taken it at the start of the day and um we can now go forward and the way Klopp spoke after the game, you know, he seems really focused and intent on being absolutely um, as powerful as possible, I think he used the word powerful um, for that uh, August playoff. And fantastic, we haven't been in the Champions League enough recently. Neil, three uh, 0 sounds pretty straightforward.
0: Uh, in the end, it was, but I, I know you were watching it on the on the television. It's whether or not it came across in that first half just how nervy things had become because it certainly got a little bit nervous in the stadium.
1: Yeah,
2: it did. I mean, there was one one major nervy moment, wasn't there when? Day in love and had one of his meltdowns.
0: Now, before we go any further, do you think it was a penalty? Yeah, hundred percent. Andy, yes, yeah, 100%. I think we all agree it was a penalty. Do you, do you
2: feel as though we should have been sent off then? Because I, make... I actually, I actually don't. don't. I, I don't. You know what? I haven't done my research, so I don't know exactly what the rule is. I don't. I think does the rule not say that if he doesn't make an obvious attempt to play the ball, he can be sent off still?
0: Yeah, whereas I think he probably it was just one of those strange ones where he kind of he didn't really make any motion to foul him. He just no, kind of he fell, fell over. Alphonse yeah.
2: played for the penalty, didn't he? And, but I think I still think he should have got it. If it's at the cop end and yeah. it was it was Firmino going through or Sturridge, you, 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 you'd be ap- apoplectic about Liverpool not getting a penalty like that. And you know you have to take the look. You know they had the look against West Ham didn't the week before with Ayu it in the post, and they've had a bit of luck there. But so. We are <laughs> yeah, so, so. Genuinely, so, we are We're with the Germans. If there, frankly, exactly, if, there,
0: if there is a team that's not had any fortune this season, please come and join yeah, us on our yeah. podcast.
1: Step because David Moyes. I mean, yeah, I mean Bamford, uh, there's some quotes we ran on the, on the Echo site today. He spoke to Atkinson at halftime, Martin Atkinson, the referee. Atkinson said he didn't give it because he felt Bamford had deliberately slowed down to sort of facilitate the contact with Lover and though, in my view, what's the difference between that and a striker speeding up to get past the <laughs> yeah, challenge? Exactly. You can't make yeah, a difference exactly between that. slowing also, and I mean, down Bamford, and speeding up.
2: If Bamford is the man with all the all the cards there, isn't he? He's got the ball. He can do he can, what he can move at the pace that he to yeah, yeah. move. It's not you know. Um, go back to the question Doyle you originally asked. I wasn't here. I uh, I unfortunately had the um, two jobs yesterday. I was uh, uploading and dealing with all you guys' excellent analysis and coverage. You say I, that I was like, also so it's a bad thing. I was also um controlling Christian Walsh, <laughs> I think is the, uh, the way I'd put it. Um he was certainly nervous throughout that first half. Um I was a bit less so I still I I the one thing I think I learned and people learned from the Chelsea game a while back is that I get, the longer the games nil-nil, the more chance you've got of winning it, not the less. People people go on and on about, you know, time running out and If they got to half time nil-nil and people have been nervous. You've still got four it's ages. Forty five minutes is ages against the poor team. And you'll yeah. still had forty five minutes, still had time to improve, time to do this. I, I still fancied them all the way through. But when uh when Dejan stepped out and, and got a one two played around and I think that was the moment when I think the uh, the nerves transmitted from the stadium to the uh, to, to the office. Yeah, there were like. two things.
1: There was a the prospect to go 1-0 behind and people going, we're finding it hard enough yeah, to... Because yeah. Middlesbrough were really throwing in challenges. They were yeah. they were playing 6-3-1. You know, there was no space whatsoever. you saying that,
0: but they actually only committed eight fouls during the course of the entire match. they were throwing in blocks. blocks. blocks, yeah. blocks yeah. So they weren't trying to stop the playing, playing around. Back really, yeah. Wasn't he, but yeah.
1: But, and the other thing was, obviously, everyone in the stadium was hearing Arsenal 2-0 up, Manchester City 2-0 up. Yeah. So everybody knew that the... The the key rivals were doing their their business very well, and here we were struggling. But it, it's it's interesting at Anfield now. Um, Chris Bascom from the Telegraph um, used a phrase in in his report from yesterday, um, I which was, I was reading for our What the Papers Say section, and and and. He described as institutionalised anxiety, and, <laughs> and, and, and you know he has a good way of words, Basco. Yeah. And I think that, that I think that's very true of Anfield at times. We that because we know of a of a you know, generation to a certain extent of, of fans who've grown up o- often fearing dis- disappointment yeah. in, in in big games, and they they can see these things drift away, and the the reason. That it it manifests itself is they're almost saying to the team we can see how this can, we've seen how this can sometimes end. You really need to. affect what well, players you say? Play, the
2: chairman of the institution of anxiety would probably be the host of this podcast. <laughs> you say. No, it's I, Mr. I, Doyle, I, and his but uh, No, because I
0: was going to say is that I wasn't particularly anxious mm. during the game. I wasn't you know it was either gonna be a fifty was yeah, it was either gonna happen or it wasn't and let's be honest, Liverpool were gonna get chances, especially goal, in the I second half. It just that. the
1: timing of the goal was very good. The timing of the goal Perfect. was very good because that, the and the second goal. yeah, because the, the game's over then isn't it three goals are effectively covered in a ten minute period? 11, yeah, eleven yeah, 11, yeah, yeah. 11, yeah. And, and that and then the game was an absolute stroll and going back
0: to what you just mentioned then about the institutionalised anxiety. Um, Jürgen Klopp was asked the question after the game I know Andy you were in the press conference as well where he was asked the question uh, what have you learned from this season and he said that we need to be more confident and I think it was it, the point he was trying to make is that fans would I think he was talking about the fans rather than anything else they were thinking oh here we go again here we go again here we go again because as Andy's just said then they've seen this happen too many times I mean I wrote a column yeah, as Neil always points out I do have a column Do you have a column, a column yeah on before the game, talking about this was a chance for Liverpool to address those kind of doubts. Not that they're bottlers, because you have to get into that position where you are in the lead or you have that advantage, and they haven't really had that. They've always been in contention, but they needed to get over the line. And while it's not not a trophy, for the best part of three or four months, everyone's known that the target this season has been to get that fourth place. And while it'll sorry, Andy, while it will give them confidence.
1: Is that what they need more than anything else? Totally. The the more you as everyone at any level of football knows, um, you know, from your Sunday league team, and Jonesy could tell you about that and, and and that sort of thing. But the more you do things as a team together, the more you have confidence in the people around, you, the more you grow together, you know. And if you end up winning things together, I mean, there's a reason football teams have have um, you know from from the highest right to so lowest. This week we'll see. Um, you know forty eighth anniversary of 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 rome seventy seven and you 'll see um little get togethers with some of the players uh, a couple of of events here in in liverpool and and there 's a reason people come together after those events and you know it brings you all closer together and it never leaves you and The more these players do things that are positive together and build as a squad. Uh, it's it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, he said, if he can get it out. What was that again, uh, It was (laughs) was one of those. There's a lot of uh, Fs. But it was, you know, it keeps going, and that's what you see. This is why teams develop an aura. We saw it in recent times, we've seen that develop with Manchester United. If if, if it was a draw at Old Trafford with 10 minutes to go, everyone knew they would get one, didn't they, when they were at their best under Ferguson. And um, the more this Liverpool team... I would say the, the West Ham game and the Middlesbrough game were clear cup finals for Liverpool in the last few weeks. And the fact that, given that we haven't had a great lot of luck in cup finals recently, the fact that they went and won both games, and you know, 4-0 and 3-0, um, speaks volumes about the potential of the team, um, of, of a core of players there who can go and do it. Um, and what needs to happen now, and I'm sure we'll talk about it, is that uh, he needs to strengthen that core. The thing is,
0: you look at the top five this season, the way they've ended the season. I mean, Chelsea, but they they won in middle... Uh, West, West Brom, West and then Brown, they've got five Boston. past Sunderland. Tottenham scored six and seven away from home. Arsenal won the last five. City won five nil in the last game. Yeah. It's just, when it comes to the crunch, even for some of these teams like Chelsea, where it didn't really matter, they're still turning on the style, aren't they? Because yeah, they can. I
1: think we you can't... I've seen a lot of people talk about oh, where Liverpool's points tool would put you in previous years, and and even Arsenal only one point behind, where that would have got you yeah. you know second or third some years, and and but you can't you can't compare the seasons because what we've had this season is basically the top six, and then yeah. everybody else is miles off, aren't they? And therefore you are picking up a lot of easy points in uh, paradoxically. That's not the case for Liverpool, but for most other teams, they're picking up a lot of easy points against teams that simply aren't aren't good enough. Well, it's all
0: relative, really. But Arsenal wouldn't say that the three points they picked up against Sunderland in midweek was particularly easy because they did they yeah. had to work very hard for it, and they only scored twice late on. Yes, if we're just it, looking at it, from, it, a, from it, a Liverpool but, perspective. If you look at earlier in the season, Liverpool were knocking over Hull, Watford, Leicester, four, five, six.
1: Yeah, but even that say that Arsenal, Sunderland, you. They they're getting the job done because they've got that bit of class and quality that the opposition don't have. And Sunderland, for instance, didn't didn't have anyone to be able to go and 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 affect that game with you know with a with a with a with a goal and and, and change their perspective on it. So that you you've seen the top teams stretch away from there was there was a ridiculous. Um, who was it who was telling me where about a team where they finished and 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 it was only like they only had forty five points and they were yeah. did they finish well ninth was no it? got forty yeah. well, well, eight points think finished ninth Swansea it? Swansea who
2: have been battling relegation all season finished four points behind West Brom who've been having a season of their lives you know top half all season yeah. they finished four points ahead of Swansea Swansea beat them on the last day the other one with Lukaku if you took Everton's goals of Lukaku out they'd still finish seventh. Because they're so far ahead the of the team. You know, the, crudely, if he took all the goals he'd scored, he didn't actually win them that many points. So there's this massive teams it's underneath the yeah, best, yeah. isn't there? That's
0: not this way. Here's a question which I'll ask Neil. Do you feel as though Liverpool surprised Arsenal in the sense that if you look at Arsenal's season, they did what Arsenal always do start off okay, have that dip in February, then come back and finish strongly. And their total of 75 points. Every other season would have got them in the top four. But this season it hasn't. So is that kind of. Liverpool have been the ones,
2: haven't they, that's basically defied convention. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean you look to the start of the season, I I always say and I always get proven wrong, I always say Arsenal <laughs> is the is the, the only place that's up for grabs in the Champions League. And at this season I didn't think Tottenham would get in it. That's I remember you saying that. Thought, yeah. I thought United were absolute guarantee, still probably probably still are guaranteed to get in the yeah. Champions League. Right, a different way, reason, yeah. They, yeah. But I thought they were guaranteed top four, I thought City were guaranteed top four and I thought Chelsea were guaranteed top four. So it was kind of Liverpool do to Arsenal and you look back, tone, Seth, first game of the season, isn't it Seth? Everyone, I mean, that was probably, when you talk about institutionalised anxiety, I think when the fixture list came out, I think there was a lot of Liverpool fans with the three away games that they had to the start, they had Arsenal, Burnley, Tottenham. I think a lot of people were saying, God... Where are you getting the points from out of that? And he ended up with six out of nine. And how important those six out of nine were come the end of the season because they went to the end of four. It, four. Did it. Four. Sorry? Four? four, sorry, yeah. Four. How important was the three points? Yeah. I, was, I was about to move on to the fact that he got six off Arsenal. Oh, they yeah, they yeah. beat Arsenal home and away. And that's, that's defined it, hasn't it? You know, we talk about, talk about cup finals, that one on the first, first day of the season. That felt like a cup final at the time because there was a little bit of negativity about what Liverpool had done in the summer. Did they have enough? They had a couple of injuries. The was out. They had Moreno playing left-back and they hadn't signed another one. And then they went to go to the Emirates and were terrible for 44 minutes and, like, and, like and like another goal just before, before he scored a half few time. goals a season
1: just before half yeah, time and just after game. as well yeah, yeah. he went, they went absolutely berserk after
0: half, half time, time. Last for 45 minutes plus, plus yeah. more normally so yeah. you've got to play to the whistle yeah. picking up on what uh, Neil's just said then he mentions about the Arsenal game the first game of the season again Jurgen Klopp was asked was there any point where you thought, oh, we could qualify for the Champions League this season? And he went, oh, there's no specific points. And then about two minutes later said, <laughs> yeah. well, actually, well, it's when we beat Arsenal and the manner in which we did it on the opening
2: day, yeah. that's when he thought that they had a chance. When, when he had Sadio Mane yeah. riding yeah. on his back. And, yeah. I'll tell you, so,
1: and, I, and probably because, as you mentioned, that most of that entire first half, Liverpool yeah. stank the gaff out. Only Sadio Mane was, was, was a threat for the team. They hadn't started. And then suddenly you get this... One chance from a free kick. I mean, a stunning free kick from from Coutinho, and uh, and it changed the whole mood. And then you know they had that superb period in the second half, and then somehow decided they would make it difficult for themselves <laughs> uh, as well. But really, they won far easier than a four-three should should have been. And when you do that at one of your key rivals, and, and Klopp would have known that that that, that Arsenal are. are we're going to be in the shake up they always have been they have been for the last 18 years or whatever it is so um it was um as you say it turned out to be you know those two games absolutely vital but um the the the, the problem for liverpool is that that, that that there's been other games along the way where we're virtually not counting the points before we get them i mean the very next week we would everyone yeah. expected us to go to burnley jonesy you went to there and suddenly the whole balloon popped but luckily, uh, once you've balanced everything out and we got to the end of those 38 games, we just got over the line and it's so, so huge for the sort of short to mid-term future of the, of the football club. The whole lift it's given, everybody...
2: Yeah, um, We're seeing it on our website today, aren't we? So, so old, many
1: more people want people to read the stories.
2: want to read and... Being nicer, <laughs> <okay>. yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is, that's that's been the real highlight. This yeah, that's right. yeah, that was that was all I was I was yeah. playing for on Sunday.
0: Do you think Liverpool deserve fourth place
2: then? Do, yeah, of course. Do, do, the, the, the league th- table doesn't lie, <laughs> but that, no, that's it's so easy to say. They got seventy six points. They've, they've been the best team in the mini league of the best teams in the league. They have proven consistently over that, that course of season that they can mix it with them. They haven't yet proven it consistently that they can. They can batter the teams that they should be battering on paper, but oh, well, they have been battering them, haven't they? They're just not well, been yeah, getting yeah. through and scoring. Yeah, battering yeah. The door, definitely, but over the course of the season, I don't think you could argue. I think they've been for, for, for four months of the season they were probably the best team to watch, along with City. And then you have to, you know, you talk about the way the teams finished. But Liverpool finished with five clean sheets out of six. I'm going to say that. And yeah. the end of the season, you know. You, you say, oh, oh they, might, they haven't been playing as well as they did earlier in the season, but they fixed some other problems because they, they weren't letting in soft goals the way they had been in, in other times. So for me, I think I think you have to give the players and Klopp a lot of credit. They have got seventy six points. They've gone from eighth to fourth. They've got themselves into you know the bare minimum objective, if you like, of the season, or, or, or the you know one of the key objectives, and that's that's progress and. Good on them.
1: Yeah, totally deserved for me. Think about the season Liverpool have had. How it feels to you, and the season Arsenal have had. I mean, Arsenal is virtually, you would say, a club in crisis. Would you say close? It will be on. It will be
0: next. They're a club in crisis, but I don't think that's anything to do with what's happening on the pitch. But yeah. I, but
1: I think it but I, but it, it it has because their support is turning. A proportion of their support has turned on their manager because of their inability challenge for the Premier League, which is because of what's happened on the pitch, and now what was always his banker and his full back position, yeah. which is the Premier League, his his life jacket if you like, has been taken away well, from. But then him.
0: that goes back to what I've said to Neil before is that any other season Arsenal would have got their life jackets, Liverpool that have come in and yeah. just kind of yeah. upset everybody. Well we're not in a
1: position where we've been we're able to do that because we've got them. I, I think Liverpool, even though I, I genuinely thought they could challenge um for the title back back in the in the autumn. You had them eight points clear at books, didn't you? Or I, something? Them, I thought they might be five points clear, just because of the games, but obviously these were the games that that turned out to be our Achilles heels. Yeah. But um, I think Liverpool got away with it in the second half of the season. I think Klopp knows they got away with it in the sense that how many times did we look at Liverpool's squad and the bench and go, he's got no one, or, not no one, but players who aren't quite ready to be able to go and influence a game off the bench and that your bench is, is an indication of of your, your your strength as a football club and Liverpool's bench had some real precocious talents on it who we hope to see a lot more of in the next couple of years but they didn't Any in particular? Um, well we don't need to talk about that now. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, regular listeners to this podcast will know who we're talking about And but <clears throat> they didn't have really, occasionally we had storage on there but, but but rarely and Klopp, I am absolutely certain of one thing, he will not let himself get into that situation. Now, you can argue, how did they get into that situation? Was it through what Klopp always refers to, this this run of injuries that couldn't have been foreseen? Uh, was it because we didn't refuse to buy plan B in January when we couldn't get whoever was plan Plan A? Or is it simply done because of the fact we're not carrying enough good players? And Manchester United had similar injuries and we're still putting out... Um, a team of hugely expensive players because they've got so many players that they've paid big money
0: for. Or is it because Liverpool have overachieved from what they
2: should be doing this season? Well, I think if you compare what Liverpool have to what Manchester United have, Liverpool have overachieved finishing above Manchester United comfortably.
1: But not in finishing two places below Tottenham, you could argue.
0: Yeah, Yeah, you could. Yeah, you could actually because I think Tottenham's been a been a, I hate to use this phrase. Project for a few yeah. years now. It's a good side, Tottenham. I you know, well, and really really they haven't just been what? built overnight. This has been happening before Pochettino as well. Basically, ever since they cashed in on the bail money and then got it right the second time round. Yeah. So I got think Tim Sherwood. But, well, but well, I think
1: Pochettino too. only what, had a year's start on. Um, the club? Yeah, 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 well, yeah, in a bit. Yeah, yeah. So um, you've got to take your hat off to what Spurs have off, achieved. Definitely. And but um, I'll take my coat off. What I what will say, is, like I say. Klopp knows that we almost threw through that fantastic position away because of the lack of squad depth. And I'm at, when he spoke yesterday, Ian, and you were in the. Uh, he had a, a glint in his eye when he suggested most of the business for the summer, uh, most of the work for mm. the summer business was already done. Now you can take you can take that several ways. You can. Which it, way do you take it? I, I take it that he means because he specifically mentioned. That the people think that I just the season ends and now I will go and knock yeah. on Michael Edwards' door and we sit down and start thinking think about yeah. players. It, it, it is, he was trying to get across the fact that you know you can't do that. You're, you're working for months on on what might happen when the window opens and everything else. But I think what it meant was we know who we want. We've had to, he's already told us he's had discussions and good discussions with players. And I think there were some issues that still had to be sorted. Where are you going to be in the Champions League? Well, they've they've passed that okay with the playoff to come. But um, now I think he waits on players to make up their minds I suspect a couple have already told him they've made up their minds and they're coming And he knows that And he seemed like a man who knew his squad was going to be um, better come August I've in that just, playoff.
2: just heard the sound of keyboards frantically, frantically <laughs> getting the brackets out on, on Twitter <laughs> uh, You said <send> that, <laughs> uh, Do you agree with that? Yeah.
0: Oh, what do you? Sorry, what do, do you it. take of of? Uh, I need to say Koeman, uh, Klopp's comments.
2: Yeah. Regarding work being done. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's that's exactly what Andy said. The groundwork is, you know, okay. In in February, player X. If we, if we were in the Champions League, would we be to a attractive proposition to you? I'm sure his agent would say yeah. If you're in the Champions League, yeah, we'll definitely have a good chat with you in May. You know, but we'll wait and see. And I think that's what what he's saying that the relationships have been built with these agents, these these representatives, these players, clubs, perhaps sporting directors who who know a player's going, you know, giving them a nudge saying, that's where you want to be going, Liverpool, you know, Champions League night, Liverpool, and um, I mean myself and the, uh, we went out. For a little post post match uh, beverage last night, yeah. you would have gone via beer52.com yeah. had you gone straight home, but you went somewhere else. Yeah, exactly? yeah. yeah. We, we couldn't wait for the delivery. Yeah, it had to be there and then. But we had a chat about you know the idea of Liverpool going into the Champions League and how they've already had Champions League nights on the club almost at Anfield. You know, with the Europa League uh, campaign, they they had Manchester United and Dortmund and Enfield Real coming to Anfield. Big big games, big nights big atmospheres, and some of those players who maybe would be on Liverpool's agenda this summer, I wonder whether they've seen them, you know, at the Dortmund game in particular, people would have seen that and thought, that was only the Europa League, you know, Champions League and Anfield, I'd have a bit of that.
1: With with an extra... Um, 8,500. 8,500 yeah, in yeah, the stadium, I mean, these, these are going to be nights you know, bigger than even before, I mean, we yeah, never got there yet, though. They, they haven't got uh, there. but night will be good, though, won't it? Yeah. I mean, that'll be... I mean, I everyone's going to be looking at that draw, and, and Christian Walsh has been keeping everyone absolutely up to date with who who they might be able to face. And uh, at this stage, it looks our, our, like... Our Russian
2: league correspondent, Christian Yeah, one. absolutely.
1: But Hoffenheim looks like the strongest side we could possibly face, um, uh, according to Christian Sport and Lisbon, I think, are in there, yeah. who, I have to say, I haven't seen much of recently. So I don't know, you know obviously a famous name of the past but yeah, it might no. sound scarier than it is do yeah, you know I what I mean so, so um, I'm pretty confident I'm not scared no but uh, <laughs> I think most fans would anticipate that Liverpool um, will 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 have enough to get well, through importantly
0: so will the players who are coming Yeah, they, 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 they'll be thinking oh well you know, if they've done this they'll surely be able to yeah. Or yeah. I will help yeah. them yeah, I will yeah. help them
1: get yeah. through this exactly Yeah, and we'll have a stronger we'll have a stronger squad we'll have better players and Really a a fantastic um, sort of foundation on which to go forward as a football club. And the reason Sunday was so important was uh, just think of the opposite of that. Just think what happens if that doesn't happen. We're looking at um, Europa League football, that whole Thursday-Sunday scenario. No one knows why it's frustratingly annoying, but it is. You should never play football on a Thursday, (laughs) unless it's a World Cup. You know, and... And the the prospect really of Klopp's eighteen nineteen months at Anfield effectively having to start again because essentially it would be saying this group of players or a certain proportion of them yes we will see changes in the summer but essentially saying that they couldn't get the job done and now um, he the I mean Klopp was incredibly relieved yesterday I think you could see it um, you know he even thank thanked the journalists after the press conference for their I think efforts. he may have been probed into that. <laughs> no, he, wasn't. <laughs> he wasn't at all. He did, he, he he did, he did also say, fair. "I haven't it? read To be fair, he
0: did say, "He did say, oh, do I thank you all now for
1: this season? Yeah, this I, season and, what did you think our stuff?'" He said, "I haven't read any of it." He said, he said, uh, <laughs> "He said, I haven't read any of it, but I'm told it wasn't too bad.' So uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's so, definitely not read my stuff then. Um, but right. but I, I like him, you know, he knows himself that that it." it It got too close towards the end there and it needed a really strong finish from Liverpool to get over the line. And and they produced it on fair play to the lads. And there's players who really stood up, um, not least the goalkeeper, I think, we we can all agree, I think, who who turned his season around. I am nominating
0: for Liverpool's best player of 2017.
1: I think 20, in terms 2017, of twenty seventeen, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, I think Jonesy and I had a conversation last night, or this may have been Christian, uh, so I apologise, Jonesy. How many you did you have? Uh, no, um, but um, he Someone was in terms of putting Minoulay into was, yeah, the, the top three uh, Liverpool players. seems to make your case,
2: Jonesy. Well, I said as I mean, I think the top two are locked down. I think Mane, and, and who? Yeah, <laughs> and and Lalana take the top two spaces. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh interesting. Comfortably. Interesting. Comfortably. No. You have Coutinho, you bro, know, I think bro, Coutinho below that level. No. Below that level, yeah. I think Coutinho, I still think there was a... He took a he, long time he, to get over yeah, the injury, he, didn't he? He? Missed, he missed time and then he missed time when he came back as well in terms of performance levels. And but a top scorer. Top scorer, yeah. And, and, and important and, goals and, such as the one at Arsenal. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but I mean, but Lallana scored that game as well. Manny scored that game, so we, we, we can we can go we can go <laughs> into the the minutiae of that. Um, great word, that but the mig, a yeah, great. But word. the mig, yeah, the mig. I, I could call him the mig now, are we? <laughs> um, for me, the bigger the game, the better. Simon so Minella is, and I've I've always I've always suspected that, and maybe that says something about his character, and and you can say it as a positive or a negative. But I think the the bigger the game, I think the more relaxed and more confident could, I mean, many Layers. Could,
0: could you extend that to the bigger the challenge? Yeah. Because possibly, he always responds yeah, yeah. to when he gets dropped possibly, and he's you know, responded very I well think, to carrier. I think, think, I think in.
2: great games in derbies great games against Manchester United, you know, impressive against uh, against Chelsea, saving the penalty from, from Costa, impressive against Manchester City. You no, know, they they were they were big. But then towards the back end of the season, not big uh, prestige games, but big games Minyole, fantastic West Brom, Stoke, Watford. Um,
1: I, West, West I thought he was really good yesterday. Really good yesterday. Yeah, uh, no, he, he didn't, have, made, he didn't make, make a good save, didn't he? Yeah. but he had to, he had Borsche, to make one good save. And then, but he, there was a couple of balls into the box where he came and just got yeah. his hand. And, and those were important times. It's the thing, it's the
0: thing isn't isn't is the, that for all the what was it institutionalized anxiety that there is at Anfield, there isn't any more when the ball goes into the box and Minyole goes yeah. out yeah. for it or it goes it's to the feet.
1: and you know what? Hopefully next season with. But Liverpool are certainly going to have more games and you'd imagine that Klopp will play a little bit of rotation with the keepers in terms of competition and stuff. Carriers will be coming in for some cup competitions and it'll be interesting, hopefully, that both the goalkeepers can keep pushing each other yeah, on yeah. Um, and we can knock down that position because we all know there's a load of really good young keepers coming through the academy, like a Camille Cabrera and uh, Quivine Kelleher who uh, have been swapping 18s and 23s. Uh, this season, two really good goalkeepers. Danny We've got Wolf. Danny Ward, mm-hmm. who could be in the Premier League with Huddersfield. Good luck to him at Wembley. Um, so he always know. listens
0: to this. He does. Well, nice lad, you, Danny you know, he's a very nice
1: lad. Um, and uh, but it'd be excellent if he were to get up with Huddersfield. Uh, you know that would either lead to a, a decent um, transfer fee for Liverpool if they decided to cash in on him. Because I'm sure um, you know Jurgen Klopp might have. Um, Mr Wagner's number in his (laughs) phone somewhere or he gets you know he goes has another loan year there and plays a year in the Premier League and uh, looks like he's up up to it because he's been one of their best players
0: I want to go back to something that you both touched on earlier and that was about Jurgen Klopp and I actually think perhaps he's not been given enough credit for getting the most out of his play certainly towards the end of the season because one of the main criticisms is that there was no plan B but without actually announcing it there was a plan B and then there was a plan C towards the end of the season. Plan B was to you know make themselves solid as Neil said five clean sheets and six at the exact time where the team had stopped scoring you need your defense to start performing. They did in the last couple of games he changed the formation to the diamond and then suddenly it's seven goals in two games and Liverpool over the line
1: and he hears that i mean he he, he says that he doesn't read anything that, that that's written and he, he may well not um but he hears what people are saying that's undoubted and it's, it's a quality to have as a manager because he was able to talk in the press he, he, he spoke in the press conference yesterday after the game about people talking about having plan B, C and D mm. so he's aware of the criticism and he, he has he, he has latterly you would say almost been forced into plan B, C and D um, and it's come off for him and I think he wants to I, I think he'd always be keen to have them but I think in terms of the, the squad and the players he had, he sort of felt, this is the best I can get out of them. This is the way to play and have faith in that. But it was obvious he had to do something. And, um, you know, he, he said, he also spoke about, you know, what happened in the season. He said, January happened. And we all agree that January happened and had a kick on into February. Mm. What we don't agree on is why January happened. And, and you know, his view is that January happened from a combination Crucially, of of of, of key Ultimately injuries. Ultimately, it was down to players, the and, lack of and, players. And That's then, what it was down and, to, wasn't it? Yeah, and Sadio obviously going off, and obviously those players who were left all lost form at, the, at, at a crucial time.
0: And he also didn't have Matic then, did he? Because of the whole suspension thing. Yeah, in. and he was injured anyway.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, and Klopp doesn't have a plan B. James Milner's played the season at left back. You know, um, Roberto Firmino's been a Liverpool's central striker. Jordan Henderson's reinvented as a number six. I think yeah, Klopp's got a plan B and he knows how to adapt to certain situations. I think it took him it took a little longer. I think Mane, Mane was the one, wasn't he? He was the game changer. I think his impact was so great in the first part of the season that it it, it became too heavy. You know, he'd be lent far too heavy on um, on that. And that became a problem. for. I think he, he he sorted out a lot of problems, and you saw you you know you talk about some of the improvements that have been made. Coutinho scoring more goals, um, you know, Wijnaldum as a as a a more disciplined midfielder than we, we were used. To, you know, we thought we were we were going to see when he signed. Mignolet solving some of his problems, clean sheets at crucial times. I think the goals was 42 goals conceded in 38 games. I think over the season, it's not terrible. You know, it's not much more. It's not it's not as good as it, you want it to be, but it's not terrible. So I you're think not going to win the league with that total, are you? But... No, no, you're probably not. Probably not. Well, well, but you're getting was, closer, yes. aren't you? getting exactly. closer. You're getting a, a stepping step stone. Yeah. Step um, stone. So he's fixed a few problems that, that were there. Now, I think the next problem to fix is the depth and, and, and getting more correct transfers than incorrect transfers. And I think if he can do that this summer, then we've got good times lying ahead.
0: Is that easier then than actually coming up with a team and a philosophy, and showing to everybody that he can work these different formations and different approaches, getting the players who've already seen the way that it is for Liverpool and how they're going to play, to come and bolt to the people that are there, than getting the actual players in in the first place who can do the job, such as Yamané and your Wijnaldum.
1: Um I mean, the, the 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 different ends of the sides of the same coin, really, because um, at, he may want to get some players in to give him you know some extra variety and, and play slightly differently for instance you know you could get you could get a more of a central striker in and play with much more of a, a, a you know a sort of target man approach um which you know we know lots of people want us to go and spend big big on on a striker and be interested to see which type of one he, he goes for if he does um the players have got very, you know used to the clock the way but uh, and i think most players he would target are players he thinks can play comfortably within that that role, and we've seen, you know, players like Daniel Sturridge perhaps uh, at times struggle uh, to play in a, in a in a Klopp team. But equally, there's been occasions when we've needed Sturridge, and um, you know, even in the first half yesterday, he still I felt was the most likely one to produce one little moment. He did one great turn in the box and just put it past the post. And I thought, if there's going to be one moment that gets us out of here, it'll be Daniel Sturridge. But um, you know, Klopp will look to bolster the squad and hopefully get in a situation where um, you know, he can just pick and choose players and bring them in, use them as sort of chess pieces week to week, midweek to midweek, um, and just without any significant dip in quality. And that's what we've seen this year when you looked at the bench, you thought if you if you brought on three of those players, you're you're gonna be losing quality and not bringing on uh, quality at this stage of their careers, we should obviously we're hoping that uh, several of them, um, you know, take a massive leap forward.
0: Right. We're going to finish then with reminding you all of your predictions for the start of the season. Now, Neil, who at the start of the season did you say was
2: going to win the league, and where did you think Liverpool would finish? I said Manchester City would win the league most definitely. I think I probably said Liverpool finished fourth. I, I, I can't tell you, one hundred percent that I said that, but I, I, I was. I just I I do know that at the start of the season I thought Liverpool had a good chance of getting in the top 4 based on the fact that they didn't have Europe which was the main one but I I, I thought I thought it'd be Arsenal and Tottenham that would miss out. Andy uh,
1: I'm hoping I was hoping you would have checked in but I would imagine that I think I probably said that I thought Manchester City would win the title. Um I certainly didn't predict Chelsea. I didn't I didn't I didn't fancy them. Um I think I think I do remember probably being in this pod and being several colleagues scoffing when I suggested I thought Liverpool could have a go at the title and I genuinely thought they could, again, primarily because they didn't that you had to take the opportunity when it was there. The the two big of the two big teams who didn't have European football this year, Chelsea won won the title, didn't they? Yeah. So and probably the only the team that was most talked about as possibly been going on to win the tie. the other team was Liverpool in that first period of the season when we were, we were going well. So, um, to some extent, top four, some people will be a little disappointed with that, but I think it's probably just about where Liverpool are at the moment. The key thing is to use this and Byncham to take a step forward, and we've got the platform to do it now, and um, that's why this has been a fantastic few days for Liverpool.
0: Well, Like, like you two, I said Manchester City... Would win the league, And I actually had Liverpool finishing fifth with, I think it was Tottenham, with the other team that, that missed out. However, I would like to point out that in November, I did suggest that the league title race was over and Chelsea it's would November, win it. Was it. It was November,
2: it was November. But on that big run?
0: Of, of sort of t- no, before, just before then, yeah. yeah. I declared Chelsea as, and I remember you, what did you
2: call me? I don't, I'm sure that wasn't November, I think that was a bit later than that. It, it wasn't certainly wasn't this year. Was, they were top of the league. It certainly wasn't this year. They were definitely top of the league it at the it was, time, it was, it was Chelsea. It was significantly before Christmas. Yeah. Liverpool done the favour, didn't he, by going to Stamford Bridge and exposing the back four and what have you. But, but, um, but yeah, I think we're God, all we're all, all patriots of like Chelsea. I mean, that's a well, that's, that's a hell of a season they've produced there. Thirty um,
0: thirty games to only not win eight uh, out of thirty eight in the most yeah. competitive league in the world. We're against us manager, and managers the top
2: six, first yeah?
1: year at the, at, in, in English football as well. You know? Yeah, I mean, and and also biggest thing Chelsea have done is sort of to make themselves not horrible anymore I mean there's still a little yeah, bit horrible hang on hang on I mean, to be fair oh yeah, can you just sort,
2: say, did you see the scenes that well, I was about really to say oh, yeah. no,
1: the best way to take that take, take, <laughs> take that out of it but you've got players how can in you take team, that out of it but look at you know you've players in their team like um, Cahill is just a solid pro that's isn't that's he I'm, I, I was I mean he's just an absolute one of the best players in the Premier League by a mile um, I have to say, the resurrection of David Luiz has been one of, one of the favourite uh, stories of the yeah, season. Very, um, yeah, you want to get on in his good books. From, from a good...
0: PlayStation to. Um, I was going to say Xbox then, I couldn't think of anything else. to You've
1: seen. You know, Victor Moses has, has won yeah, the league uh, as, a, as a right wing back. Bol- in, you know,
2: Bolton reject Marcus Alonso as a left wing back.
1: Yeah, and for, I mean, there was a period. Barcelona reject Pedro. Chelsea were absolutely horrible they um, had many positions in the team weren't they and I think um, to a certain extent the players themselves um, aren't, aren't the worst crop in terms of, of that that they've had and, uh, and you know, you've just got to give credit to the sheer consistency of their performance and, uh, and, and you know, well done to them
0: Still, they couldn't beat Liverpool. Uh, right, we'll end there uh, by saying join us later this week, where we'll be discussing probably the fallout from the game in Australia. But James will not be with us because he'll be
1: what will you doing? I think he's playing go, it, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's one of the Anfield
0: legends. He's going to be going on in the second hour. Yeah, and we will have.
1: Um, by the way, we will be um, have a live match blog on Wednesday at eleven AM for all the action from Sydney. Join us then.
0: Cheerio.